0: It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these goats.
0: Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post game podcast. All right, we say we do a podcast on a Tuesday. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, so, a couple things
1: here. Um, I like to. Uh... Give recommendations for music documentaries.
0: I love those.
1: Especially ones that are sort of under the radar. All right. So here's one that just popped up on Netflix. Uh, I think Friday it came out, and I watched it Friday. Gina and I were looking for something to watch. We don't agree on a lot of stuff. She likes... uh, yeah, uh, fantasy world like Star Wars and things, and
0: I like really, yeah, and I like murders. That surprises me. Well, you need yeah. to find a fantasy uh, murder mystery.
1: Yeah, like she says, she likes to. In order for her, at the end of the day, she likes to mentally check out by going to another world, like in, in these fantasy movies. All right, and she doesn't understand how I like to doze off to
0: people being murdered. Which I like to laugh with two and a half men about. You sex like to jokes. laugh,
1: right? So we all have different things we like we at do. the end of the day, but we all share uh, music documentaries we like. And there's one called Off the Record, and it's a music documentary about a guy named David Foster, who I only know as a guy who, he's uh, 70 years old, and he's married to a young woman, Jerry. Right. Catherine McPhee, who used to be uh, who, really? an American Idol.
0: I remember yeah. her. Yeah, yeah,
1: she's uh, a a very uh very young. in her thirties. Let, Let me see how young. I think there's a forty three year age difference. Let so she's
0: thirty seven. Mm-hmm. No,
1: that would be twenty seven. Let's see. Where is Catherine McPhee? Twenty seven and seventy. She is thirty six.
0: Okay, so you were off on the.
1: <laughs> I guess he's uh, about half. She's about half his age.
0: Yeah, well no, that's about half is right. Wow. And that's
1: that's all I knew of him. I was yeah. like, oh, he's like that, but I had no idea what he had done. Right. But this documentary is pretty really pretty good. And if you even just look at David Foster's Wikipedia page and you start glancing through it, you'll be interested in this documentary. The guy okay. is record one of these producer, is that what he was? Record producer, writer, and he's one of these guys that has been involved in so many great moments in music history it's really
0: incredible no kidding yeah really how long amazing. was it uh, it hours? was actually
1: long it was like an hour and 45 minutes that's not that long <laughs> and it went very fast well I'm, I'm to me i'm like an hour and i want out right uh but but it went very fast i'd so be into lot, that i now recommend that it. one yeah stuff in there about his his um collaborations with the, the band chicago that got people angry because he completely changed their sound and they had huge yeah. hits
0: uh, they did that Houston. is one band watching their watching their documentary yeah they're a remarkable band with the transformations they've had the different lead singers the big band with all the yes, musical instruments the to, yeah to then like the, the movie soundtrack love type of uh of songs they have really interesting uh they were so and Whitney Houston too huh
1: yeah so this guy was a guy yeah like with the the bodyguard soundtrack which became yeah. huge and uh one of these guys that seemed like while extremely talented, right place, right time, picked the right projects. Boy. And then one huge part of the story, which I won't ruin, wrong place at the oh, interesting. wrong time. But then okay. even that turned out to be positive. So I will just going to throw that out there, Jerry. A little a little uh, documentary something,
0: recommendation. Something to do with Biggie Smalls dying or something like that? No. And when you say wrong place, wrong time? No. No. But okay.
1: somebody, uh, he hit somebody with his car. Oh, okay.
0: I will check it out. I'm looking then, I look forward to seeing this.
1: And then by hitting somebody with his car who he didn't kill, revealed something out about the, the person that wherein them getting hit by the car was a good thing.
0: Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. it is. It, have you ever thought about that, how life is really about luck and opportunity uh, uh, and right yes. place, right time?
1: This is a perfect documentary for that.
0: It's incredible. Wow. Really is yeah. something.
1: Hmm. All right, so I have that for you. Uh, unsolved Mysteries, which I've been watching. It's made a comeback on Netflix. Wait,
0: well, yeah, because people uh, keep getting murdered. Uh, yeah, and but here's the... People th- keep not solving mysteries.
1: Yeah, this is the thing, though, about Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, they're unsolved, and so the... <laughs> <laughs> these, these episodes sort of end, Jerry, with no conclusion.
0: Well, see, that leaves you hanging, and that's, yeah. I like conclusion. I like conclusion as well.
1: The only thing at the end is they really are asked—the the point of these episodes is they're asking for your help. Right, right, right. You know, like, do you remember this? I saw a very interesting one they did on a, a UFO experience in Massachusetts uh, on September first, 1969, where they uh, talked to the surviving people. And they were all in different parts of Massachusetts that had this experience. It was very
0: interesting. So now you believe in aliens
1: i'm kind of on board after watching this episode
0: <laughs> and so just since 1969 nothing they they targeted 1969 and then figured no
1: no there have been other other incidents over well, the years really. what i'm saying like
0: <laughs> i feel like they've all been explained yeah. i feel like we i feel like the way you the way you have been um very I'm trying to think what the right word is. You've been very steadfast in saying, like, people want bad news about corona. Like, yeah. you've said that before. Like, people I are have. almost wanting to hear the worst. Right. I feel like people want there to be aliens and another life form and UFOs to be real. God forbid what they actually might do to us if they are real. But it's like, I feel like people just want that so bad. Like, Eddie, he wants to come back on first contact. Why? Right. For what, what reason? kill him? To right, be, he'll be swallowed up whole? I mean, Why? It'll
1: be Eddie. Will be frozen dead all these years. We'll make contact with the aliens. You and I will defrost them, yeah. and then the aliens will just shoot them with a phaser gun.
0: Right. I. I like, be. What? I'm. I'm pretty clear. I think when I think about this, I'll be fine if I live my life and I never see an alien or a real spaceship. I'll be good. Do you think
1: if someone that you were very close to told you they had been abducted, would you believe it more? Or would you think something happened to them? mentally they had something I think that would freak me out. No, I think yeah. that would
0: freak me out a little bit. I think I would have to talk to uh professionals to find out more. I'd have to learn more. Um but that hasn't happened yet. And I guess if I watch something like this it might change my yeah. mind, but I've watched so many of these. Yeah, you're right. That it just, I don't know, at the end of, and listen, I just read an article the other day that there's a black hole now in the universe that they're finding oh, that is growing at a, um, it's growing at a rate 4,000 times any other black hole that they have found.
1: What's that mean? It's, we get
0: sucked into it? That's what it eventually will do, yes. And we will not right. see it in our lifetime. Well, I'm not making but they any are, more mortgage payments. They are saying it's very possible that that's exactly how the world will end.
1: Sucked so. into a black hole. Correct. Could there be aliens in this black hole or no? Uh,
0: there could Probably be a lot not. of things in that black hole. I we would don't think. Know. I don't know. We don't so, know what's in this black hole. They should go after the raiders first, right? Black hole, welcome sun. home. Right. So, you... I just like I say, I find it hard to believe that we've been around billion that this planet's been around for billions of years, yeah. and there's been no alien life form that's been verified. And all of a sudden, now in the year 2020, because we're around, we believe it. Right. I don't know. And why would aliens go to
1: Massachusetts in 1969 to do all this? (laughs) Like, how are they picking towns, you know?
0: Maybe they they had, like, a board meeting and they had an idea like I had. They have a map of the U.S. and they throw a dart at a town. There's where we're going.
1: (laughs) Now, all of these people in this 1969 incident, the ones that are still alive, because this is 50 years ago, the ones that are still alive, a couple, two of them clearly. Right, oh right, fifty years. That's right. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay, so they were sorry. like kids when it when it happened. Right, and then right. uh, even one woman's like eighty years old now. Uh, and they all were from different parts of the state and they all had similar experiences even though they were miles apart and they were they were moved during their experiences miles apart. So right. like they had an experience in a car and then they wound up Miles away, when they woke up, and hours had passed, and all this stuff. Sure. Neither one of them described seeing actual aliens. They saw a spaceship. Nobody th- described seeing an alien.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. And maybe they did work on them. Who knows? I, you yeah. know, there are a lot of theories out there. I don't buy right. any of them until I have real. Here's what I'm learning. There are a couple things in life that I've, I've, as I've gotten older, I've started to believe in a facts, <laughs> you like, facts okay. like science and facts i don't know why we don't listen to them more i really <laughs> don't i and i'll get to i'll get to my point in a second and then All i right. love this quote I, I actually wrote this down about three months ago Ooh. this is from and i actually have it pinned on my wall here really because i yes I, how many I, quotes I, do you have pinned on your wall this is the only one okay this is the only one uh That's i important. saw this on twitter and this is from eddie's guy neil degrasse tyson i love this there's this is quote. I dream of a world where truth shapes people's politics rather than politics shaping what people think is true. Interesting. Is that not the perfect quote yeah, like for that. the times we're in right now? Mm-hmm. So I like things something like that. And the other thing too is I, I have no tolerance any longer for people that have opinions with no facts behind the opinion. Right. It's just and then, you know, the defense is well it's my opinion. But on based on what? Like you're Like, you can tell me I think it's cold outside when it's 85 degrees because your the blood flow in your body is, okay, fine. That's your your opinion. You're cold. I'm not. Whatever. I can't argue with you. But you can't look outside and tell me it's raining when it's not. Well, it's my opinion that it's raining. Well, th- th- that's not, That's not how it works. Right. You know? I didn't vote for this guy. Why? I don't like him. I mean, that's an opinion, okay, but how about his politics? I don't know anything about it. What? Well, th- Right. <laughs> why don't, don't you like him? the way he looks <laughs> right it's terrible that's a terrible way to be so those things just ugh, bother me
1: all right one of the things that came up on the program today was uh, lots of people calling in saying they had either gotten a boomer autograph when they were younger or they they missed out on an opportunity yeah. and i was wondering do you have any did you get any autographs yourself when you were a kid that you were excited about
0: well, I was never really an autograph kid. I, I, I never did. I never was the one. We would go to batting practice, but I would sit in my seat with my parents and my brother and my sister, and I would actually watch batting practice. I wouldn't run down you know, to the railing to see what outfielder was signing an autograph. Now, that said, I have done it for my kids so I went to – when Jose Reyes came back and he was with the Brooklyn Kings, I went down and got – and my kid didn't know what the hell he did. He was just – he was Jose Reyes.
1: What are and, the Brooklyn
0: uh, Kings? I'm sorry. The Brooklyn Cyclones. I'm oh, sorry. Brooklyn Cyclones. Wow, the Brooklyn Kings was a uh, was like a professional basketball league. I did games with Ray Martell back in the <laughs> early 2000s. Holy cow. <laughs> that is so funny. Or the late 90s, whatever it was. Um, no, the Brooklyn Cyclones – and I, so I went down and I got an autograph for him. He was very nice. Everything was fine. And I I and I know everybody. What he did off the field, I get it. But whatever. So I got him an autograph there. Um, I'm trying to think who else I got autographs for with them. There have were, there were been a couple that I've done for them. But for me, the only time I tried to get an autograph, and I've told you this story before where my dad took me to Vero Beach for my 18th birthday I think it was when the first year Darrell went to the Dodgers it was his first spring training with them I in Vero Beach Dodger Town where they had spring training for the players to get to the field to the clubhouse you had to walk through the complex there was no tunnel there was no underground lo- locker rooms or anything like that so when they finished in like an exhibition game or an intra-squad game you packed up your bags you basically went through a fence and you had to walk with security with the people to get to the clubhouse it was a long walk and I remember I'm like I'm gonna go and Eric Davis was on the team too at that time and so he and Eric Davis were walking with security and I remember trailing them to try and get an autograph and it didn't with too many people as soon as I started making my move they got swallowed up and I made the walk just thinking some people would kind of fade off and no one ever did but uh, yeah I'm not, I'm not an autograph person for the most but, part.
1: So that would have been one you would have got you would have liked you didn't get but you weren't upset that you didn't get it
0: No I wasn't upset because I had pictures like to me the pictures are more. I'm not one of these guys that gets autographs so I can sell them. Uh, that to me is that makes no sense. I like the pictures. I like taking photographs when I do something like that because that whether it's family, vacation, whatever, that to me is where the memory comes from. Right. So I had plenty of pictures from that trip, so was I upset not even remotely upset? No, it didn't bother me at all. Nice. Yeah. Pictures, Jerry. That's I like the memory. pictures.
1: Spending yeah. time with family
0: that's yeah, like, the joy i agree like when i took when matthew came to the super bowl with uh with me a couple years ago remember we got i did not ask one person for an autograph for him we right. he, and he but pictures you know what do george kittle took a photo with him saquon barkley took a photo with him nice uh, demarcus Ware. that to me is awesome more so than the than the signing of are autograph. those
1: photos displayed anywhere or they're just uh, digitally captured
0: no, he's got them. I think he's uh, – that's a great question. I would like to think some of them are in his room, but I don't know the answer to that. But he's got yeah. them. He's got – that was one of those – he had to put it on Instagram or something who, or whatever. Who was, was his on. favorite one that he
1: got that trip?
0: He uh, he loved Kittle and yeah. Barkley. They, both of them could not – and he's right, could not have been nicer. Yes. DeMarcus Ware was more for – I mean – he was my player more so than his. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't friendly. He wasn't not friendly. He was just like, yeah, no problem. Take a picture. Smiled right. and walked away to his next interview. The other guys talked to him. Right. You know, and there were other guys too. I think he got like five or six photos. But yeah, those were the two favorites.
1: Nice. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have here? Oh, there's a, a a thing where they're they're saying that maybe in New Jersey we're gonna, we might start have to wear wearing masks outdoors. Really? Yeah. Well now, where this, did you see this? That's well, I've seen this that if it if it spikes to a certain point here that the governor Murphy's going to make us wear masks outside. I'm I not did, for that.
0: I did see the rate of transmission and I don't understand what this means, but he's always been saying if it if it gets to 1 or above 1, we have to start scaling back again and I saw yesterday it went to 1.02. Oh. Yeah, and that's not good. And I did see in New York, boy, the numbers in New York are amazingly low. It's unbelievable. They, Governor Cuomo this morning released numbers from yesterday. I want to say, I should find it, but it was something along the lines of there were, it was only 1% positive test, which is what it's been. I want to say that there were 59,000 tests yesterday and only 500 came back positive. That's <laughs> amazingly low. Yeah. And this is what I don't understand and I'm not I'm not asking this question to get yelled at. I'm asking this question for a real answer. So I've stopped listening to Fox or CNN or MSNBC. I'm not interested in any of these networks anymore. I go to the CDC now. That's what I, when I want to know what the hell is going on, I go to the CDC for their stats. And then from that it is what it is. You want to form your opinion, go ahead, but those are the numbers. So I was trying to understand the CDC was saying that the the death rate from coronavirus now that we're however many months into it is roughly 4%. To which I then went to, and I know that there's no vaccine yet. I get it. And I know that there's no treatment. I understand. That's what everybody keeps yelling at me on social media when we bring this up. The CDC also says the death rate from the flu was 7%. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: uh, Why do we not run from that I don't like we're running from this and I get it if you get it either I know people in my life that have had it one of them very close to me struggled with it so I've seen it has come through it but it was tough for him others asymptomatic it's just been nothing and I understand the complexities of it but if the CDC raw stats are four percent of the people that have gotten it have passed away and seven percent from the flu have passed away I just don't understand why... I don't know. I'm so confused by it, it's ridiculous.
1: That, know. and if you take away the people that were trapped in old-age homes...
0: Yes. ...then it's really tiny. Number. I know that. And I and listen, I know Freddie Freeman of the Braves has it, and he's not doing well. And I know the poor actor from Broadway passed away, and they're part of that 4%, and it's it's going to happen. And maybe because we don't hear of it. With, I don't know. I'm just... I am like... For instance, there are things going on you know, my son's age group activities that meanwhile we don't know what to let him to do and not to let him to yeah. do. And at the same time, we want to let him have, you know, his time and go do these things. But then it's like you watch another network and they scare you into being like, you know, you'll never forgive yourself if you let him do it and something happens. Well, why is that different when the flu is running rampant in December? Because right. they're vaccinated, I guess, but still 7% of the people that get it are passing away. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, and there was a a bar here in New Jersey. A couple bars got in trouble for being jam packed, and one of them was DJs in Belmar. And then this past weekend, you know, Memor- uh, Fourth of July weekend, I w- was driving up, and it's interesting when you when you start approaching places and you see all these people. I was like, "Holy crap!" They didn't learn their lesson. Then when I got close enough, and I was directly across from the place, it was spaced out. They right. were they were following all the rules
0: really it just so it looked, looks bad
1: yeah it looks as you're approaching it looks bad but then these places that have a decent amount of property as they do their tables were spaced out their lines were spaced out uh, so a couple times when i've approached places i just thought look at these people breaking all the rules and then you get go past it you go mm, actually they're not this is they're doing things properly so um yeah i just hope we don't go to like when i go to walk my dog outside near
0: nobody that i got to wear a mask it might I'm be coming. In. If these numbers keep going up, it could be coming. Hmm. You saw Rutgers is going mostly online this fall.
1: Yeah, and I see all the battles of uh, you know paying tuition for uh, – Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, I'm in that situation for my two, the kids' school they go to. I pay tuition for both of them. For high school? And grammar school. And grammar school, yeah. If they're going to be the... home, what am I paying for? Right.
1: They'll say, oh, you're still getting the teachers. that well, You know
0: what, though? It different. may be, but we didn't. From March to June, we didn't. My right. wife taught them. And my son taught himself, my older son. And then my little guy, she taught him. I mean, uh, they right. tried, but no one was ready for this. But we didn't right. pay. We got nothing out of it. Yeah. So it is. It's an interesting battle. And I, I have started to pay already tuition. I'm like thinking, do I yeah. ask for it back? Do we go yeah. forward? I don't know what to do. So whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, great.
1: All right, Jerry, the warm-up program. Those and don't yell
0: today. at me on social media. I'm asking yeah, questions. I'm not being defiant. I just want answers. Any right,
1: questions, you. anything you want to say to Jerry, you can tweet to Brian Monzo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. He seems to enjoy it. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: All right, Jerry, warm-up is next. So...
0: The warm-up show with Alan Jerry, no longer the shortest show on WFAN,
1: now it's a tie.
0: Though it was quite lengthy on Friday, what is up? It is a
1: Tuesday
0: morning. He is back down the shore after a little respite on Monday. Al Dukes, nice to have you back. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, hi, Jerry. So we're doing another five hours today. So that is going to be, I didn't prepare for that, but. Yeah, I was not mm, aware
0: we would doing five hours today. I guess we'll do it again. I don't know. Hmm, Maybe we'll just do on the stream. I have an idea that Boomer and (laughs) Geo might be there.
1: Oh. Thank God.
0: Yeah, I think maybe we'll Thank do fifty-seven God. more minutes.
1: That is perfect for me, Jerry. After doing five hours, I was uh, upset with myself and spent the uh, the three day weekend, which I which I gave myself. I rewarded myself a Monday day off for having worked the five hour shift Friday. But I beat myself up a little bit, Jerry, over the uh, I didn't like the warm up show Friday. I thought I did a terrible job with that. Your show I, was uh, fine. Tried Stop. to space Stop. it out. It was Stop. bad. So um, when you ask, what did I do with my day off? Reflection. It was a day of reflection for me. No, it wasn't.
0: You took Whimsy out, you went for walks. <laughs> I did. It was a beautiful hot day. You saw oh, all the so women hot, in spandex Jerry. and bikinis and you had a blast.
1: So hot, Jerry. I have my uh, and I sent you a photo of this last week. I have a uh, cooling towel for my dog for when we get inside from the yeah. from the humidity. You become one of those nutso uh, <laughs> dog owners. And yet I still see people posting pics of their dogs on Twitter. I'm like, "Come on, man. Like what is this?" Meanwhile, I'm doing this. It's thing. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Jerry, the coronavirus has ruined many things. Among them was uh, that uh, a lot of companies were only because they didn't have all their employees coming in to work and into factories and things like that. A lot of companies that put out a lot of products only put out their most popular products. So, for example, Tostitos was only putting out they're regular kind of chips. They're most. See, I popular don't get chips. this because I
0: think the multigrain scoops are their most popular chip, and they stopped yeah, making it for it a while. They must not. And they don't understand it. So they Led stopped. Back,
1: they stopped with the multigrain. They stopped stupid. with the touch of lime. Silly. Uh, but they are back. Coronavirus cannot keep us down all that long. I picked up uh, two. Oh bags. no, they could,
0: and if the if we keep spiking back to her in March, they'll be down again. <laughs>
1: So you're telling me stock up right now? On I would. Multi grain scoops. I, Although, if I were you, I would yeah. go
0: by. I mean, and I've seen not your new place, but I've seen yeah, the way you, um, <laughs> the way stock. you keep food. Yeah. Well, you call it what you want. You've probably <laughs> got plenty of room for a few cases. <laughs> St- I do have
1: a, a basement area here, like a storage room. I, I would just stock load up. it up with uh, multi grain chips. You're right because if we spike back up, Jerry, and they shut down production of multi grain chips, I am going to be pissed.
0: Yeah. I would go buy a bunch
1: hmm. uh then also i i I retweeted this with a comment yesterday, and some people were mad at
0: me, Some I people... hate Twitter dude I you know what <laughs> who cares who gives a rat's ass what everybody thinks and all well, these... just oh well, <laughs> God, but well, here's my point with coronavirus at this point,
1: like we've had coronavirus since like mid March right so March yeah maybe April, b- maybe May, even before that yeah June we're in our fourth month, yes for sure actually we're probably right at the fourth month almost mm-hmm. We know at this point, wash your hands, wear a mask. I'm not saying everybody's doing it, but we're all aware of it.
0: We are aware of what should be done at this point, yes.
1: Some people are choosing for whatever reason, I'm not wearing the mask, I'm not washing the hands, I'm not socially dissing, but we're aware we're supposed to. I would agree we know the three main rules, yes. We know the three main rules. There's no need. But for whatever reason now, people are coming out on Twitter, people have some celebrity, tiny celebrity... And telling you to I'll use... (laughs) Yes, it'd be someone like me doing this. Telling you to wear a mask. So, for example, John Rothstein yesterday tweeted that you should wear a mask. Now, do you think there's a single person out there that was against mask wearing, or decided not to wear a mask, and said, you know what? John Rothstein, now that John Rothstein has told me to wear a mask, NCAA basketball expert John Rothstein has told me to wear a mask, I'm going to put one on today. He's got me. Probably Boring. not. But I think,
0: <laughs> wow. I think it's like just the governors, today. like our governors every day tweeted every single right. day. Governor Murphy, Governor Cuomo, every single day wear a yeah. mask. Remind me. I look at it this way, and I'm not saying Rothstein or whoever. I think of it more as why does Coke still advertise? Does anybody know, you... not know what Coca-Cola is? Like when you go to the That's store, right. am I going to be like, You know, I saw that really cool Coke commercial. I'm buying Coke today. Right. (laughs) No, I think it's just awareness. You keep. It's what's that? I said it's a good point. That's what I think. I think it's just a matter of the more you drive something home, the more it becomes ingrained in you. That's all. Okay. But do I think that's fair? Is it possible that one person, one college basketball person out there in this country, saw that from John Rothstein and said? You know he's right. I'm going to put a mask on.
1: I what suppose it's possible. No, no. no. Was <laughs> that a, a tape drop. or was that you? That's a tape. I'm that not a saying tape. such I, bad I, I can't
0: tell anymore. I know. And I think as – see, one thing he's continued to do, and I I was going to actually respond to him be like, dude, he keeps saying 100-and-something days until the start of the college basketball. I, say, I, I don't know that. Stop doing that. Yeah. Until we see something else start, you know, I understand his optimism. I think we're getting closer and closer to what is his his baby, and that's college basketball. And now I think he's getting nervous. It's not going to be college basketball until Mm. January. So he he wants wants to make sure we wear masks.
1: Put a mask on. Now, I think, let's say, I don't know, like, who the kids are really into these days, like, who's a big TikTok star, that sort of thing. So let's say, um, I think if a big TikTok star said to their younger audience, wear a mask, I think that might work because the the, the the younger people are more impressionable but John Rothstein's audience you know they're not going to decide or not decide
0: to wear a mask based on what John Rothstein told them so and you you got a lot of blowback on this is that what you're talking I got you? some
1: blowback as if people were saying to me I said I wrote I wasn't going to wear a mask until
0: John Rothstein told me so now I'm good <laughs> Boy, you passive aggressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I got a lot got of people like 13 followers 1000 $213,000. That is impressive. I would think one person out of 213,000 said, "You know what? He's right." Is that right?
1: So I, you do think a person decided what, just one it, person. One of them. Okay. Yes.
0: That he would say
1: it was worth it, Jerry. He know how those two, go.
0: Think about that number, dude. That's filling up Yeah. That is filling up Madison Square Garden 10 times. <laughs> I've got to think one person was like, "You know what? Maybe he's right. What is this now that Rothstein was saying? With the mask, I put one on. All right, <laughs> today when I go out, you know what they say: if you can change one mind, Al.
1: Right, that's what they say. No, he will say he will tell you if one person if one person decided to wear a mask. This tweet has done its job.
0: I, I, there you go, there you go. Big you feel new- bad about your tweet now? No.
1: <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Big news yesterday, Jerry. Patrick Mahomes has agreed to a billion-dollar extension or something like that. You know, what's a, billion you know what's, oh, you know what's yeah. so crazy
0: about that? <gasps> 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 Is that you're not that far off. Yes. Like, that would be a joke most days. Yes. Yeah, he's going to get a billion dollars. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he almost did. It, it could be 503. Boomer's been
1: talking about the potential of this contract. Since And I listened back uh, to Boomer and Carton Best of uh, 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 Sunday night where we replayed back the Patrick Mahomes interview before Patrick Mahomes was even drafted. Right. And Boomer was already in that one talking about his second contract.
0: Yeah, I know. So Boomer's been on this like white on rice, Jerry Rekha. Do you think the food came up out of Boomer's mouth as he vomited when he saw the number?
1: Oh, no, because I think he loves Patrick Mahomes. No, I know that. The, like, I, just mean as a,
0: I just mean as a former MVP himself.
1: Oh, yeah, well, at this point, it's so ridiculous, uh, you know. But what's interesting on this one, Jerry, is a is a liquor store employee named Katie Camlin. She works at a liquor store in Kansas City. She broke on Twitter the news before Adam Sheff. Isn't that something? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> She said uh, uh, some some front office folks from the Chiefs came in and bought some Dom Perignon. Yeah. And they told her they were going to celebrate a big signing. So she had tweeted out that they came in for a big signing, and she guessed it was probably Patrick Mahomes. Yeah.
0: Well, she guessed right. Was that Clark Hunt that went and bought the uh, Dom Perignon?
1: No, that I'm not sure. Okay. They must have been, like, yapping it up, though, in there in order for her. Like, imagine the f- front office people, instead of just going in there Quietly and getting your Dom Perignon and walking out. They're in there yucking it up. Oh, hey, Katie. Hi, Katie behind the counter. We're about to celebrate a big signing right now. And then Katie took to Twitter. Then she got scared that she was doing something wrong, like that she was... Being told information she shouldn't have been told, and Why? she del-
0: and she deleted her tweet. Nah, sh- there's no reason to do that. You work at a liquor store. You got right. some good information. Good for you. Hey, good for you. Hey, good Katie. for you. What's her name, Katie? Ka- what?
1: Katie Camlin. Katie Camlin. Nice job. So I'm now following Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Kim and Jones, Katie and Katie Camlin. Those are my <laughs> NFL insiders from here on
0: out. You will get Kansas City-related news from Katie Camlin. Now, this is next comment
1: is not a sexist comment. This could work the opposite way as well, Jerry. All right. But I thought it was a great point by KFC over at Barstool. Patrick Mahomes' longtime girlfriend, Brittany, she's not married to Patrick Mahomes. Isn't Patrick Mahomes 23 years old? (laughs) I mean, Jesus. But what I'm saying is, it's like if... uh, it's like if you were you were dating a supermodel Jerry and then all of a sudden she got this big contract from Maybelline.
0: Yeah, you better You've uh, got to
1: feel a little like pressure. A little pressure like, "Oh my gosh, I don't even want to argue with this person." Like, if this person no matter what nah. this person says, I can't argue until we're married. The thing you're leaving out,
0: yeah, our actual personal
1: feelings. <laughs> I, I know you may not be aware feelings.
0: what you may not be aware what those are. <laughs> okay,
1: so you're saying that he may love her, she
0: loves him. I think that's very possible. And money will not get in the way. Yeah, I mean, th- I, let me ask you this: Be honest. <laughs> Have you? And I'm. This is a great thought you just sparked for me. Great of this conversation. All right. Have you ever had one of those arguments with your girlfriend and walked away saying? I'm Al Dukes. I could get another girl tomorrow. (laughs) She better watch yourself. Nope. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You want to want to try that again? (laughs) Like, who does she think she is? Does she know who she's talking to? Uh
1: (laughs) I have middle-aged men coming up to me all day long,
0: (laughs) recognizing me. (laughs) He's not. She's not going anywhere. If they're if they're really together, and they appear to be right, and now, and I don't know this. Have they been together before he was a chief?
1: Yes, they were together, I believe, in the college days.
0: To me, they're probably beyond. I mean, he seems like such a good kid Yes, that they're probably in line to get married anyway. And I don't think that this is a tryout anymore. (laughs) So if he says something that she doesn't agree with and she wants
1: to argue with, she should feel free to argue and not be like, I don't want
0: to. I would say so, yes. Yeah. I would say so. I okay. don't I now if you told me they got together this year, I would yeah. agree with you. You're After right. he won the Super Bowl or during that Super Bowl run or as he became this mega star, I think you're probably right about that because in the back of your mind you're probably always wondering is she just looking for The golden ticket, if you will, because, you know, it's been rumored that I'm going to make, I don't know, $500 million. (laughs) If you're with her from the time they were in college, it's still a, you know, who the hell knows if you make it in the NFL. So I would say as a couple, they are beyond that. So I get the tweet. I don't necessarily agree with it in this case.
1: Jerry, do you think we'll get an engagement before
0: September? I think that's possible. Hmm. I that do be think very that's possible. interesting. Because his life is now... I mean, it's always been set financially. He was going to make $20 million next year. So he was set anyway. Yeah. But this is like... I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, God bless him. But wow. Hey, good for you. Pff, it's more than good for you. This is... Holy moly. I, I actually... I was reading the tweet yesterday saying, holy bleep. Like, wow. Yeah. I knew it. I, and you know what's so funny? It's not even so much the, the money. It was that it's a 12-year contract. Yes. That is unheard of in the nfl
1: the cool thing is if you're a chiefs fan you could get a mahomes jersey it's going to be good for 12 years you're not going to have to like get a cool jersey and then in the two years they're traded or released you're good or to go yeah. well you know
0: the you know the beauty of that is it was always going to be good forever because he won him a super bowl
1: that's true right so, it could always I mean, be a mahomes throwback
0: i mean you could you could still go out and buy a joe Namath jersey today right
1: that <laughs> makes sense right because even so. if
0: mahomes went to the uh, tampa bay buccaneers in a couple of years. By the way, doesn't that now it's all like Tom Brady? What a puny yeah. contract you got! Boring, <laughs> right? Boring. <laughs> Not interesting anymore. If you We're only weren't three years old, yep. you could get a ten year contract too. <laughs> How right. great would that be to see Brady now get an eight year extension? <laughs> at least fifty one. Fifty one. Okay, my age. Hey, TB twelve method guys. Yeah. I'm good. I don't eat tomatoes. Uh. I don't eat strawberries. Would you be shocked if he was still playing in four years? Yes. Four be. years, yes, I would be.
1: Two years, no. Three years. I'm going to say even three years.
0: i got to tell you, I'm not so sure I would be anymore. Because if you would have asked me five, six years ago, would you be shocked that at 43 he's going to get a two-year deal? I, I, at that point, I would have said yes. Now, I don't know what the hell to believe anymore with this guy. He could just go in the shotgun and do the quick release every day. Yes, time. Yes, as long scream, as he keeps scream. himself in shape. You, that's exactly right. And lead the team? Who the hell? Oh, man, that would be something. Tom Brady, you know, with New England for 20 years and in Tampa for 10. <laughs> 30 years of his
1: career. <laughs> yes, well, that exactly. dude just retired from basketball, didn't he? How long did he play? Vince
0: Carter. Yeah. Vince Carter played a very long time. He was years, five, I think think i have to look maybe 44 yeah. i'm not sure i feel like me and him were the same age or right around there i was a little older than him but mm. anyway we have to take our first oh. break we have a lot more to do because al is chock full of stories having been off on monday with this three-day weekend we take you to six o'clock boomer geo then right here on the fan alan jerry now offering curbside delivery all right, 525 on the fan on a Tuesday morning. couple of things before we get back to a couple of oddities. The uh, Yankees did have their intra-squad scrimmaged last night, which I actually watched on the S yes Network. It uh, was less than exciting, but it was good to see baseball back in some way, shape, or form. And Steve Cohen is back and ready to bid on the Mets again. So we thought that was over a few weeks ago. Apparently he is now back in, according to the New York Post. And so we will see if he gets himself the Mets. And then I got this one for you, Al. You explain this to me.
1: All right.
0: In this day and age, and we've explained, we already talked about John Rothstein and the mask. It's fair to say that if you saw someone wearing a mask walking down the street, you wouldn't think much of it, would you?
1: I would not, Jerry. I'd say there's somebody who's very responsible.
0: CBS has footage of this moron robbing a liquor store. And there's cameras everywhere, as you can imagine. As he's breaking into the liquor store, he stares at the camera, not realizing there's a camera. <laughs> and this idiot doesn't even have a mask on. Oh, he got to wear the mask. <laughs> I mean, what? dummies like what are we doing (laughs) this is the
1: one time for criminals where you can wear a mask and half your outfit half of your getaway outfit's already done just put on a pair of sunglasses and you can and it's acceptable and it's acceptable you can walk i still feel weird walking into a liquor store with a mask on because i feel like do i look threatening like i'm gonna rob the place You know me, Jerry. I'm
0: yes, you. Yes. Very
1: hulking, threatening man when I walk <laughs> into a place and I've got sunglasses and a mask on. People, look out. I agree. Hey, look out. Yeah. Uh, real quick, over the weekend, we ran a Best of Boomer and Geo. We ran Best of Boomer and Carton, and people were wondering if it was going to be podcast. We will podcast that up later on. Good. I got a note from my mother yesterday. She mm. said that she, her and my dad – I guess they had a boring day, as she put it. Really enjoyed Geo making fun of the bagel boss guy. Nice. And she said they had laughs and laughs, and it was a nice ending to their Sunday evening. Look at that. So how well how You made that? moms happy. Moms listening the best of over the weekend. Very cool. Uh, Jets rookie Denzel Mims was playing uh, Call of Duty online, you know, one of those live stream yes. situations. I'm
0: very aware of what these are.
1: Got into uh, a thing where he was talking about Philadelphia, and he says he is not a fan of the quote "dirty ass, trash ass" Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait till he gets traded there or signs there as a free agent, <laughs> and that comes back to bite him in the ass. <laughs> now he
1: previously was on a podcast where he discussed the city of Philadelphia, and he said, "Really? Quote, yeah." He said, "Quote: You see a lot of people that look scary." Okay, I'm with him. I don't like Philadelphia, although he plays for the New York Jets, even though he's in uh, Bougie uh, Florham Park. Yeah. New York City is no better than uh, most, Philadelphia. No, let's be clear. Most Every
0: right, most major cities. city. San Francisco is a do Right. I mean, well, it's not a dump. It needs to be cleaned up a little bit. I love San Francisco. There are parts of that city that are gorgeous, and there are other parts that are a mess. Same with New York City. Same with Philadelphia. Same with every major city in this country. That, to me, is not a shock. Although, I will say, I'm trying to think of some of the big cities I've been in that are just super clean. Eh, San
1: Diego seemed very clean when I was there. San
0: Diego was very clean. I, I would agree with that. You know where you know where was super clean was Toronto.
1: Oh yeah, I heard those Canadian cities are very nice.
0: When I was there with Rutgers to start this past season, and it was freezing, but walking around the city, like you couldn't find there wasn't garbage on any street. It was really nice. Um, So maybe that's an exception. But for the most part, I think every big city has its really nice parts and its not so nice parts. So I get what he's saying, but I don't think that's fair. As much as I don't like Philadelphia, too, because of their sports teams, I don't know that that's really fair to the city of Philadelphia.
1: You're right, though. He did eliminate one team to be traded to.
0: Yeah, except that when he gets traded <laughs> true or signs there because they give him the most money, here's what I would do if I was him. Delete all that stuff. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I think they have audio of it from the podcast. He was on whatever podcast good was. Good point. That's a very good point. I'm surprised that didn't make bigger headlines. I didn't see that anywhere.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Jerry, I dig deep. I dig really. I just get in there and I look for nuggets to bring the people. Just
0: digging. in. Is that what you go to Google? You dig search it, nuggets?
1: Yeah, uh, Google hot nuggets. Right. <laughs> Nuggets. Andrew McCutcheon has come out and said that the Yankee hair rules, which we've talked about many times here, we've battled on Jerry, that uh, Andrew McCutcheon says Yankee hair rules take away from our individualism. He says, for example, when he went Don't to play the Yankees, there, Don't sign there. he had to change up his look, and it really isn't who he is. Okay. I gotta he tell was you Andrew though. McCutcheon. <laughs> Whatever. So you're Andrew McCutcheon. That don't impress, <laughs> impress me, me much. much. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I tell you though, if there's ever going to be a time for change, where where you'll be able to uh, have whatever look you want and be on the Yankees, you better if if people want that done, get it done now. Because if it doesn't get done now, it's never getting
0: done. I don't and think I don't, so. I don't I hear any buzz one, from it. I think that's one that's not going away. If you don't want, yeah. if you don't like their rules, don't sign there. Hmm. It's really not that hard. I suppose. I mean, it's, you... it's called free agency, right? Now I'm trying to think. McCutcheon, was he a trade? Because he played there. Wasn't last year? Was it three years ago? Two he had years, a very I... unbuzzworthy well, stint I mean, with the Yankees. Well, he hasn't been good. I mean. He's old. He's an older player now. He's not. Oh. You know, um, he was an MVP. If I recall, he was he was a tremendous player, Pirates um, for a while. But I mean, he's not. Wasn't with the Yankees. Um, But, you know, like if and again, I, I forget if he was traded there or if he was a free agent. I don't remember. Um, But if you don't like it, don't go there. I actually because I saw it on the show sheet and me and you have had this discussion before. Mm-hmm. Um, UPS drivers not allowed to have beards. Is that right? You don't like it. Don't go apply for a job there. <laughs> I mean, it's really not that difficult to me.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Although, you know, as we, we live
0: in a free country that's got millions of jobs and places to work. Right. If you don't like their rules, go say it's a, you know what it's like to me And we deal with this a lot, too, on social media, which is really just an awesome place to be. You love it. People that sit there and complain about the show and yet you have the freedom to just go click. <laughs> just don't move on. Right. If we're really angering you that much or we don't you know, you don't like us that much. You have the freedom to choose elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your job. Move on. now. If you tell me you got that job, and in the middle of the job they say, "Ah, uh, by the way, starting tomorrow," that's different. You have a right be... to complain because you took a job under different pretenses.
1: You got to be grandfathered in.
0: Yes, I would agree with that. I, I totally, I hundred percent agree with that. But if you go for a job and they tell you this is how we do things, well, who the hell are you to tell them no?
1: I am still waiting just for for the one big. It'd be like if, the, like for example, if the Chiefs were had had such a had a thing as well, and Patrick Mahomes said, "You know, I well, I want to sign this deal, but I want to grow a goatee, and you guys don't allow goatees."
0: Yeah, well, All that's when s- you're going to see if the team has its chops right. or not. Exactly. All like if sudden, Mike goatees. Trout wanted to play, let's say Mike Trout wanted to be traded from the Angels. Yes. And again, he's a clean cut, so that it's a bad example. But you get the the type of player we're talking yeah. about. And he had a monster beard. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to go to the Yankees. But listen, I'm not shaving. Yeah, I'm keeping well, then you monster would monster you would You would put them to the test. You would put them to the test. Right. They made Randy Johnson shave his beard, not his mustache, um, I believe, when he got there. Because the Yankees um, do
1: love a good mustache.
0: They don't the mind years. mustache. They don't they like the beard. They love a mustache. Right. But the beard, they don't like. They made Johnny Damon shave. Remember what he looked like when he was in Boston? Yeah. A caveman. Right. So you're right. If the a top five top type of player was available, you would really see what yeah. that rule means to them. I can't wait for Un- that to happen. Until that happens, they but they stand by their rule. Yeah. And we- I have no issue with it. You, I'm surprised you do because you love rules.
1: I do love rules, but I, I that seems like a rule that you can't – I don't know how that's allowed because – you know, if I just like you're saying, the Yankees have the freedom. They really, sure. they uh, I guess a private team. Thing. Yeah, but they
0: they're not telling you you can't have the job. They're just telling you we have rules.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's we, a weird one because I know where you're going with it, but I I, I don't have an issue with it.
1: I have more like of an team's... issue that I
0: can't turn on red on a quiet street in New Jersey. I you don't get like, that law yeah, or no, like, rule. No Stupid. turn on red. Why? Why? There's no one coming. Why am I sitting here for three <laughs> minutes?
1: Speaking of baseball players' looks, Jerry, as we were just discussing uh, Andrew McCutcheon's look and the Yankees, the San Francisco Giants were not happy that the Athletics' Andrew Baggerly tweeted out a pic of fat Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> and he says, uh, the man who tweeted it, that he regrets the tweet. I know by, you like a big, thick baseball player yourself, <laughs> but why? Here is my question. Now, a- Andrew Baggerly of the Athletics said, "You know, he was one of not many people allowed in. That he should not have have t- tweeted out the photo because he knew what was coming—a a bunch of fat shaming." Right. Right. But this is a professional athlete who is supposed to show up in shape. Right. Why can't you tweet a picture of an athlete that's overweight and saying? This guy doesn't seem like he's ready for some baseball. See,
0: I love this conversation, and I'll take it in a different direction, but it's a very similar conversation to have. It's like someone that tells you you can't do something, but then they tell you, don't tell anyone I told you that. And then you say, well, I can't do it because whoever, my mom, my boss, my wife told me I couldn't. And then they get mad at you for revealing that they had a rule for you. Like they're almost embarrassed that they weren't allowing you to do something, and they don't want you to tell anybody that they told you. Like it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. The guys, he showed up. He's huge. Okay, own it. Don't yell at the guy for now. I didn't see the tweet. Did he say something bad in the tweet? Like did he call no. him no, large and in charge? Or
1: no, no, no. But he said he knew just by tweeting the photo that it would bring about on Twitter nasty remarks. About well, that's his but
0: that's not his problem, right? He How can't about this? control that. Drop 10 pounds and, I mean, or whatever. Present yourself better. I don't know. You're out there. You're going to be on TV next week. Are we supposed to not show him? Or just be large and be good like uh, Prince That's all. uh, uh, Like he was. I agree. Like
1: Pablo Sandoval, like CeCe Sabathia.
0: I agree. Take some some accountability and move on. I remember Rusty Staub was kind of big
1: when Mm. I was a kid. And he was a good player,
0: wasn't he? He was good. That's right. Cecil oh. Fielder, big guy, could hit bombs. Yeah. So I'm with you. I mean, you are what you are. If you don't like it, change it.
1: I remember Rusty Staub as mostly a pinch hitter.
0: Yeah, well, that was at the end of his career. Yeah, that's what I remember. And a damn good one, too. Yeah. Well, I do oh, you did that.
1: not want to face Rusty Staub, Jerry, if you were in a pinch hit situation. <laughs>
0: that's exactly right. 5.36 on the fan. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, more of this. And then Boomer and at 6. Don't go away.
1: Alan Jerry. This is The New Normal.
0: Hi, right, 541 on a Tuesday. It is Al and Jerry until 6, Boomer and Geo then. And, it, you know, it's it's a weird thing. There are days it really feels like we are very, very close to, a turn of, to the return of sports. Like last night, I'm sure you did not put on the Yankee scrimmage. I mean, I'd be stunned if you Yankee didn't. Yankee scrimmage, come on. No, I no chance. No CeCe Sabathia was there sitting behind home plate in the stands. You didn't watch any of it. I didn't see that. Um, and then there are days it just feels like, are we ever going to actually get to opening day from these Correct. things? I, right. I mean, it feels like we're very close and yet we're nowhere near it. Right. And so I saw the schedule released last night. So the Yankees are playing the Mets six times. In the 60 games, so 10% of the Met games against the Yankees. Um, I hope we get there. I really do. Because last night, even though it was a scrimmage, felt like a normal summer night. It was like the end of the day. Get on the couch, 7 o'clock, a little baseball. It was kind of cool. I hope we get there.
1: Yeah, I missed that. I know you guys talked about this yesterday. I was uh, relaxing, Jerry, from that five-hour marathon show we did. Uh, Which
0: which went by in like five seconds. Very quick.
1: It did go very quickly. But uh, that that, uh, Giancarlo Stanton liner off of – Tanaka's head yeah I mean that uh, uh Stanton has been involved in some w- weird violent baseball <laughs> situation yes, he he took a fastball to the face yeah he lined the ball off of Tanaka's that head that was
0: one of the scarier things I've seen I mean the ball I think the ball still hasn't come down I mean think about how high that thing ricocheted yeah um and the fact that he's okay is is absolutely remarkable to me
1: uh, and real quick, uh, Walt Blasich on uh, Twitter, alert Twitter follower and warm-up show listener, said that uh, upon the tweeting of the photo of Pablo Sandoval, where he looked uh, really large, he looked like yeah. the a basketball, and where his stomach is, that uh, the great Howie Rose tweeted, "When is the gender reveal?" Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He does look very <laughs> pregnant.
1: But he's gonna get in shape. That's what spring training is for,
0: Jerry. Yes, if it's nineteen forty seven. Guys these come in days, off, off their factory jobs that they've been working off the all season. I mean, these days guys make so much money. Yeah. Keep yourself in shape. <laughs> I mean, good lord, it's not it really it's not that hard, especially when you have nothing to do all day. Yeah. Like they've had for four months now. Right. Like there's no excuse for a professional athlete who has been off, to come in out of shape. Right. There's just not. And I don't think many have, if no any. No excuse. Aside from perhaps him. There
1: is no excuse
0: for it, Jerry. There's not. There's really not. It's Jerry, discipline.
1: We lost the great Charlie Daniels uh, yes. yesterday. 83 years old. Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> that's the <laughs> only song I know from him, right? Or do I know yeah. more? No, you only. that's the only one you know. Country artist, a country artist. Uh, I remember mostly about Charlie Daniels and "The Devil Went Down to Georgia," is that he had a line in that song, which to me was a curse word, which we now no longer consider a curse word, but it was like the first song that I heard that had a curse in it.
0: Which was? Well, what was the line?
1: You, he goes like this: "I told you once, you son of a bitch. I'm the best there's ever been." That's he right. There you go. Round the mountain, ride, boy, run. Yeah. What on in an air? There was that one, and that I Watson was surprised
0: something. with um, the Steve Miller band.
1: Yeah. Well, that was just- um, The funky
0: kicks going down in the city, and then yeah. when you actually heard the song, that's not, not right. what they say. That's not what they do, Jerry. And at different parts of the uh, day, running. nighttime, yeah. you would actually get the real song played.
1: Yeah, just like uh, classic rock used to let it slide, the who, who are you? What did they uh, say that they one? They got an the F-bomb in there.
0: Really? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They used to
0: let that go. That I didn't know.
1: That's because cool people, Jerry, who listen to classic rock, they wouldn't call the FCC on you. That, well, you it was also 3 o'clock in the morning probably. 3 o'clock in the morning, no one's right. awake. Exactly. And here's something that I heard very strange. I Well, I read this over the weekend in the, the New York
0: Post. Well, real, Hold on, real quick yeah. on that with the music. Are you ever amazed? So growing up, most of the music we heard was always on the radio. And yes. so everything we heard was radio edits, unless you went out and you bought the cassette tape or the cassette single or something like that. As we've now gotten into the digital age where everything is available, and really, you don't even, I mean, we don't even pay for it. If you have Spotify or one of these musical sites, you have your nine bucks a month there, and you can like or download any song you want for as long as you have the service, yeah, for the awesome. most part. I'm sure there are some differences across the different platforms, but for the most part, that's the way it is. Are you ever. Like I've I've been taken aback by Maroon Five because they come across as this nice poppy rock band, and then you download the songs, and the amount of vulgarities in their in their album versions is amazing to me. Have, have yeah. you ever surprised by some of the things yes. you hear when you download the songs?
1: Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> you're sweet. <laughs> Also, that guy's voice sounds so weird now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they gotta play like they gotta
0: keep up with uh, the cool kids. That's all I mean. I forgot about that one. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they do. It's just like, for instance, I would think now I have a ten-year-old, and they've he's heard everything at this point, but I still try not to just play stuff that's vulgar in the car. And I would, I would have thought. That playing Maroon 5 off my Spotify account. safe. Yes, 100% safe. And I remember the first time I put it on, when I finally was able to link my phone to my car a few months ago, I was blown away by some of their lyrics that you don't hear on the radio because they have great radio versions. But damn, some of this stuff is like, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah, I prefer no
1: cursing in my music.
0: Uh, I would agree with you. I think sometimes um I don't mind it, but for the most part I agree it's not necessary. The totally cursing
1: agree. in uh, in music and in stand-up comedy I don't go for. Just be See I think
0: I think in stand-up comedy I think there are times it drives a point home. The problem I have is when it becomes every other word and part of their vocabulary. That to me is when like I think it's strategically funny, but not when that's how they speak. Now, Does I that know, make
1: sense? Yes. Now, I know Andrew Dice Clay did tons of filthy talk, but he would drive a point home simply by going, oh! <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Which I like. <laughs> what he are you? Could,
0: he oh! couldn't say six words without cursing, let's oh, be honest. He was
1: filthy, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, and you liked him. I did not like it. I liked Andrew oh, Dice thought Clay. Oh, I did. No, I liked him as a radio guest. Oh, then. I didn't
0: know that. I thought you were a fan of his No, I hated that Hickory oh, I that. Dickory Dock. I, I
1: I hate <laughs> I hate any comedy that's just about having sex. Like I just. So <laughs> there you easy. go. Any you can isolate that. <laughs> that was nice and clean. <laughs> it was so generic to me. Like just so. Over I'm over the top. here now. Yeah, I'm over here. I was here. over there.
0: Now I'm over here. See, that's funny. That's you know? a professional. I'm over there. Mm-hmm. and now I came over here, right. but then I backed up, now I'm over here. You see what I'm saying? I'm over here now. So that's creative, I don't even no know what that is. Right, he's over here now. <laughs> Got it. Anyway, I interrupted you. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, what no, was your next No story? problem,
1: Jerry. I was very s- surprised, in some ways surprised and in some ways not surprised, to read over the weekend that uh, Mike Francesa had mentioned that a lot of the Mike and the Mad Dog catalog doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I'm so, I, that stinks if that's true. Like no, I, I heard I heard best of Mike and the Mad Dog the other night. Yeah. And they had I it, I thought it was very timely. They opened it up with a argument from 2008 that they had about the DH and I thought very timely in the fact that that's 12 years ago. I thought was awesome and you got classic Mike and Chris. And I did tweet that I was kind of hoping hoping that we would have heard the Pink Cadillac Yankee drive that they had back in 96 when they were barreling their way towards the playoffs and at that time the Yankees weren't what we've come to know them as they were the Yankees of wow are they going to be good enough to get back to the World Series and be this team that as kids they were but they hadn't been in recent times and I remember as I was 22 at that point listening to them and them being into that run and it was so much fun and they kept playing we go and ride right. it was so it was great. And they didn't play it, and then it was what it was. And then I saw that, too, and I was really surprised. You're basically telling me there's no Mike in the Mad Dog tapes? That stinks.
1: From a certain point, it seems like, yeah. uh, I guess, once we started going digital. But when you think about it, like the radio stations, because Howard Stern has talked about this, too, over the years, that when he first got to K-Rock, they would record the show, and then, like, a week later, they'd record over and they'd the they tape over it, yeah. Yeah. Because if you think about WFA and they're doing twenty-four hours a day of live programming, yeah. if you're putting those on tapes, you know many. We, we you would need a a vault to put all of it in. Yeah. Now well, it's you're all right. digital, and we can
0: store all of it. We had V. We had. I remember we had four VCRs going in the control room back in the day, and we had every eight hour. You could get eight hours on a VHS tape if I if I remember. Maybe it was six. It was six, six. or eight hours. It was six. And I remember having to change the tape, but I do remember at times, I remember it was all the time, but I do remember we would tape over things. Yeah. And I, you know, and you don't think of that, and then when you see it, that those tapes aren't there, you're like, how could that be? And then you think back logically, well, because we didn't save them. And it's a shame. It really is. Like, that stinks.
1: Right. Like, think of how many hours Mike and the Mad Dog have done over the years.
0: Yeah. And if someone wasn't thinking at the time, when there was an awesome segment, or they were in a classic battle, you wouldn't have it. Yeah, and that's that does that's a shame because boy, they had some amazing. Eddie, I'm I'm not on an island. You remember that, right? Oh, tremendous. I mean, it. I don't know when I wasn't. I don't know. I like I, I've always said in people. We had the guy that called up and yelled at me Friday for you know I'm a med- fan. <laughs> Excuse me, which I'm not. But I, you know, I got into the Yankees that year because Strawberry was on the team, so I was—I don't know—that was a great time. That to me was classic Mike and Chris. It was fun. They probably sounded even younger. They were so into it. I was—I was hoping to hear something from from like that far back. Like when I hear a best of, I want to hear something from way back. Right. I think that's really cool, and we don't have any of it. What are you gonna do? There's a
1: guy who, uh, a guy named Don Geller, who collected every David Letterman show ever and he's got a and this' is just like which just a was a viewer and he now has been putting stuff out on YouTube wow. that's pretty so cool. like like let's like say like Charlie Daniels passed away so he'll now group all the Charlie Daniels appearances if he was on there and put them out but we need a guy out there there might be somebody out there Jerry just like unsolved mysteries which I've been watching on uh on a Netflix. If there's someone out there who has been recording Mike and the Mad Dog since day one and has the collection, please contact <laughs> us.
0: <is> day one, <laughs> we since take a day break. one. On that note, please we please reach break. out to us. By the way, <laughs> Unsolved
1: Mysteries is terrific. On uh, yeah, on I've Netflix. seen, I've seen Unsolved Mysteries. No, yes. it's back. It's back with brand new episodes.
0: Great. I like to laugh. Five fifty-three <laughs> on the fan. One more break, and then we'll get you boomerang geo. But first, it's Amy Lawrence and a Radio dot com Sports Minute, and it's all about Mister Mahomes. You got like ten seconds, Al Dukes. What else you got? Oh, <laughs> well, we're definitely getting a Redskins name change. That's yes. Seems.
1: So are the how are we how are they going to have the merchandise ready to rock and roll? How long does that take?
0: Ah, uh, they'll get it done very quickly. I very quickly.
1: It. I think I love a I love a good NFL
0: logo. I know you do. i like so, I'm telling you, I like the Spear, Washington Warriors. I think it's a great Washington idea. Washington Warriors. Your flagship station for Yankees baseball.